The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Serving spiritual seekers around the world. Unity Online Radio. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thanks so much for promoting this show, for participating in the show, and God bless us that the show offering tools for everyday living is actually impacting your life. So thanks to you, we are featured in countries all over the world, and we are very, very grateful. Well, today uh, we're having an author that we've had before, a real dynamo, but this time she's focusing on a show and a book which reveals more of her personal journey. It's the C word. It's the C club that many people in our society today find themselves in, a club that they didn't really want to be in, and it's the word that we call cancer. It by itself and independently of anything related to condition has become a word that immediately when someone says that that's what they're walking through in and around, everyone goes oh my Susan Liberty Hall our guest today is a person that decided it was going to be different a different kind of word a different kind of relationship and a different experience and she has written the book ha I laugh in the face of cancer Susan welcome to our show today thank you Reverend Temple well, you're just doing a lot of good all over the world, and um, you were on the show uh, many months ago, and we were talking about, uh, it's a book that you've written, it's it's good for children, too. Please tell me the name of it again. It's Fairies. It's called, yes, Scented Adventures of the Bouquet Sisters in Fairyland. It's a children's story based on prayer and uh, essential oils, uh, therapeutic-grade essential oils from Young Living as a scratch-and-sniff feature for the children. And it is just an awesome book. So um, you will definitely want to find out more about it if you haven't heard about the book before. But today we're talking about a subject that we need more people like you, Susan, out in the world talking about. And, Thank you. Um, in that consciousness, uh, walk everybody through uh, your story. Thank you. All right. Well, um, I'm a 68-year-old grandmother, soon to be 69 in the month of May. So I was surprised when I was... <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. So I was surprised to find myself being uh, diagnosed with cancer um, in April of 2012. I say su- surprised because I was working very diligently and had been for the last 20 years on my health. So it caught me by surprise, but it was a lesson that um, was given to me so that I could overcome it and then share. And that's what I want your listeners to know, that I have overcome cancer. And it was, I don't want to be flippant about this. I don't mean 
mean to be, but honestly, honest to our God, it was easy. And I know that's shocking, but I, I just have to get across to your listeners how inexpensive, how simple, and how effective the product that I use called Two Feathers Healing Formula really is in overcoming cancer. I can't prescribe. I don't have any experience in the healing arts, but I overcame cancer. I did it by myself, and I did it without a doctor. Well, weren't you also going through uh, this time in your life along with your brother? Yes, indeed. That is correct. Um, At the same time, in April of 2012, my beloved brother, the late Jerry Buss, owner of the Los Angeles Lakers basketball team, my beloved brother, my, my beloved elder brother, was diagnosed also with cancer of the abdomen. Now, we... Um, had a similar experience with our mother who died at the, at the age of 62 with colon cancer. And she had gone the traditional conventional means of surgery and chemo, extensive chemo, uh, that, that did not do well with her. And she did die a most horrific, horrible death. And I just have to be clear about this. So I'm going to tell the truth. And that is the truth. So when my brother Jerry called to tell me that he had cancer in that moment tempo, I knew I had cancer too because I had two tumors on my right breast that were like hard like marbles, the size of marbles. And I can't explain why I didn't go to the doctor and have an ultrasound or a mammogram and kind of get a sense of what was going on, but I had avoided it. And I want to make sure that your listeners know that's not a good thing to do. Well, let me, um, let me, let me ask you, um, because I I just want to highlight this for, for people. Did, did you know, like you intuitively knew, or you had already had a confirmation? So what you're saying is you intuitively knew, but you had not gone at that point to be checked out. But when your brother called you and said, sis, I have cancer, then in that moment it rang true, and you're thinking, uh, so do I. Is that? Yes, that's okay. exactly right. It was intuitive, um, but it was also very practical. I did have two lumps. They were hard. They were growing. I'd had them for quite a long time, maybe six months to even a year. So um, in any case, the next step was to have the testing to make sure I knew what I was dealing with. So when my brother told me that he was going to do uh, traditional uh, conventional medicine and he, he was going to have an aggressive chemotherapy, so-called therapy, and then he was going to have a surgery to remove the tumor, and then followed by more chemo and more radiation, which he did. And um, on the first, um, the first uh, surgery, which happened very quickly, there was an error that was done, um, and they poked a hole in his colon. So um, the next five uh, surgeries and four procedures, nine in all, um, were spent in trying to, to heal or to correct that problem, which was never corrected. So it was a very tough role that he had. And from the very beginning, the moment he had the surgery, the moment he had the chemo, he was in trouble, big time. He was in trouble, but he had a lot of faith in the best that money can buy. So um, he also wanted me to go that route. Um, My big brother said, you have to have a mastectomy, Susan. I said, well, you know what? I was a Playboy bunny. I don't want to have a mastectomy. And that was being silly. What I really meant was I don't want that kind of, of invasion to my body. I just don't want it. And I won't have it. So he felt worried for me, very worried when I told him I would not do chemo, I would not do surgery, I would not do radiation. So, um... 
as he was worried for me, you can believe that I was also worried for him. Because even though in that moment I didn't know what I would do, I was really clear about what I would not do. Mm-hmm. Um, he honored my 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 decision. So what I did at that moment, Temple, as I knew I had a very big problem, and I knew I had to sit down and consider what my options would be. And now I have been involved in Young Living Essential Oils for the last 20 years, and that would have been my first choice to, to uh, there's a clinic um, that Young Living has in Ecuador. I would have gone to that clinic if I had the money, but I did not have the money. And even though my brother Jerry would have given me anything to help me, he didn't believe that I could be helped by anything other than uh, chemotherapy and the mastectomy. So I couldn't go for help to him in that regard. I knew that. Out of respect, I did not ask for help. But um, I couldn't go to the clinic. It was expensive. So I sat down, and I'll never forget this moment. It was very profound in all my life. And I asked our God, what can I do to save my life? What is my direction? And in that moment, I stood up. I walked over to my office, to my file cabinet, opened the drawer uh, that said, see, there was a cancer file there that I picked up. And I thought, my gosh, this is something that I put into my file 15 or 20 years ago. I had forgotten I had it. But that came from the prayer. I opened up the file, and there was a picture of a man who supposedly had overcome cancer using the Two Feathers Healing Formula, which is an American Indian medicine man, medicine woman remedy, natural, all natural remedy handed down from generation to generation. So I saw that picture. There was a man there had a little hole in his chest, um, or a scar with a like look looked like a hole. And then next to him there was a table, and on that table there were eight tumors that he claimed had been extricated from his body using the two feathers healing formula. Now that was astounding for me to look at. It was hard for me to look at. Difficult. I thought, well. How could this be? It was it, it defied reality for my my understanding, and yet it was the answer that my God had given me. So in in in, res- in respect and in obedience uh, to what God had given me, I just called that phone number uh, that I saw there, and I spoke to Robert Roy, uh, a very amazing man who is the guardian for this remedy. And thank God he was there after 15 or 20 years. I didn't know what to expect. But he answered the phone. We talked. That is hell. And he spoke. Excuse me. Go ahead, sweetheart. No, I just, that's so, that's so wild or um, uh, serendipitous. Yeah. How you had put that in a file and it was over there to the side, you know, all along. And yeah. there you find it. And and did you remember putting it in, into yes. the file? Okay. I did. Once I saw it, I remembered that after our mother died, she was only 62, but her death had been so horrific that I had determined even then that I would never do what she did, which was the chemo and the surgery. I never would do it, never. And yet I knew that I was my mother's daughter and that um, I had it in my DNA. Uh, like all of us understand that. So I had begun a file looking for natural cancer cures. Well, it was a very thin file because that was the only thing in the file. (laughs) But what I'd like to say is how glorious is our God that he would give me the remedy before the problem. 
arrived. Oh, yes. And so, yeah, it was very profound. So when I called Robert, he gave me a protocol, uh, and and um, I told him that, of course, I was going to go and have, I was going to have the test and everything, but he gave me the protocol. I wanted to get started immediately. So um, in this case, I was uh, taking two uh, capsules of the Two Feathers Healing Formula daily internally. Uh, so... I began that immediately as Jerry had his surgery. So this is a story of a brother and sister and the very different paths we took regarding the C word. And I'll just say it once, cancer. So, mm-hmm. um, and then I don't have to say it anymore. So in any case, um, it was a, a profound thing in that on the 14th day of taking two tablets daily, I woke up and one of the two tumors had collapsed. It was simply gone. I couldn't feel it. I couldn't see it, and I was astounded. So I continued taking the formula internally, and three days later, which would have been the 17th day, the second tumor also collapsed. It was also gone, missing. So I called Robert. I was very excited. I asked him about it, and he explained that it probably means that the cancer is dead and no longer attached to my living um, cells. And he suggested that at that time I continue taking it internally and at the same time put a little bit of the formula externally on the tumor site. And in my case, it was the right breast. So I did that, and within three days, it opened up a wound, and it was painful. And uh, underneath the, the wound, I could see the tumor. I could see it. It was. It looked like a fungus. I believe that cancer is a fungus. It was kind of a gray-white, spongy material, and it was big. I could see that it was big because it was probably, I'd say, the size of a of a silver dollar or a, what the dollar pancakes and spongy like that. So, um, yeah. So I continued to put the two feathers formula on the external um, area at the same time, taking it internally. And 14 days later, the first tumor fell out. So the two feathers healing formula was drawing that tumor out what during you, those wait, 14 whoa, whoa, days. Wait, Susan, wait a minute. What do you yeah. mean fell out? What's that I mean? I mean fell out. You know, Temple, it's so beyond understanding and belief that I probably will have to tell you twice. Well, yeah, that's, well, not only me, but, uh, you know, the thousands of people that are going to be listening oh, to this because I'm so excited for them. You just talk about yes. it so naturally, like you went shopping at the mall. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, let's hold you know, on. This is, uh, you know, miracles are so much a part of my life and so much a part of all of our lives that when they don't happen, something has gone wrong, as A Course in Miracles would teach us. Yes. So, um, yes, I want, I want to say to your listeners, yes, that's what happened. It took two weeks. It was moving outward. Um, during those two weeks, I could see it. It was painful, um, but it did fall out by itself. Uh, this was done without a doctor, although I did go to a very well-known homeopathic doctor, Dr. Stanley Olstein here in Scottsdale, to verify the process so that I would have a medical doctor and his testimonial for my book, which I knew I had to do a book. I knew I had to do a book because this was going to help save lives, and that's what I want to do with all my heart and soul. So um, now I want to backtrack a bit. Uh, I got a little excited, and during the time that this was going on, I also went, uh, during the process when I started taking the two feathers, I also went to the Desert Radiology here. 
and I had an ultrasound and a mammogram, and at that time it was determined that I had three tumors, two um, which were cancerous because they did a biopsy, and the third was not cancerous. So I had two cancerous tumors that was verified by a biopsy. All right, so uh, after the biopsy, and I realized that was a mistake, I want to tell your listeners, a biopsy is always a mistake. I did not listen to my mentor, Dr. Gary Young of Young Living Essential Oils, and I did not listen to my other mentor, Robert Roy of Two Feathers Healing Formula, because they both knew and told me that that it would spread cancer. I want to elaborate on this when we return after break, okay, because this is a a valuable you learn that you want to get the word out there and i just want to i want to highlight that because we're you know the beautiful thing about tools it's like there's many ways to build a house there's many ways to pursue um that's the whole thing about our our physical dimension is that we like to show people from time to time that there's not always a one-size-fits-all And so, you know, the beauty of what we're offering are tools that people can consider, they can digest, they can assimilate because of, you know, a success story like the one that you've had. So I want to thank everyone for listening to our show today. We're talking about a much needed conversation and coming in a different door. Ha, I laugh in the face of cancer. It's a book that everyone is buying these days. It's written by Susan Liberty Hall. It's the kind of book to share with your friends because it gives different windows, different insight, and different ways of looking at an approach if you do find or know someone that's in the C-Club. And I know anyone listening that you know someone because we all do. We know several. So I'm Temple Hayes. You're listening to this show today about cancer and what are some of the tools that can be used And we're talking to somebody who has been healed of this condition. We'll be right back following this short break. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. This programming is made possible through the generous love offerings of listeners like you. If you feel spiritually fed by this programming, we invite you to contribute. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Wellness expert, Dr. Michelle Robin on Healthy Living. In the game of wellness, there's some basic habits that you need to embrace in order to live a well life. In her book, Wellness on a Shoestring, Robin shows you that complete wellness of body, mind, and spirit doesn't have to cost a fortune. Client Eddie Penrice turned his health around with Dr. Robin's Seven Habits for a Healthy Life. I've got to say my body just embraced the change. Besides feeling better, looking better, thinking more clearly. Many of Robin's seven habits for a healthy life are simple and free. She offers tips and shares real stories from clients like Eddie, who've incorporated the habits into their lives and seen the results. You can make this change by being convicted that you will do it, that you don't need anyone else's assistance or help to do it. Make this the year you get healthy. Discover a low-cost, attainable path to feeling better than ever. Order wellness on a shoestring today at www.shopunity.org.
spirituality into your own hands? Bucking corporate religion in favor of finding your own path? Do you cross the boundary between religion and science? Or between religions themselves? Do you like a dose of humor with your truth-seeking? If you answered yes, you're what we call a holy rascal. Join Rabbi Rami Shapiro for How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Central. Rami and his guests will engage in lively, humorous discussions about what it means to be a spiritual human being in the 21st century. How to Be a Holy Rascal, Wednesdays at 11 a.m., only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back. And um, we are all just being fed by this great story of someone that has uh, walked in and through and around cancer and is healed and is thriving from her experience. I'm talking today with Susan Liberty Hall. Uh, she is an author. She has written the book, Ha! I Laugh in the Face of Cancer. Also, by the way, that is also her website, Ha! I I laugh in the face of cancer, and you can go and find out more information about her process, her protocol, what she used in order to be where she is today. Susan, one of the things you were saying, and I've um, I've heard about this, and because I like to have, I like to look at life multidimensionally instead of one way, many ways, and uh, you know, obviously you're that way too. And there's many of us um, in the world today that we don't just go do something because. Um, you know, one thing, one person told us to do. One of the things I talk about is how, you know, we'll go get our car worked on and they say we need to replace your, you know, gears and your transmission. Well, most people, after they've spent um, several hundred dollars and they go pick up their car, they'll say, well, show me those gears, right? <laughs> but when it comes to our bodies, often... Um, we just do whatever people tells us to do. We don't ever ask for, show me the parts, you know. <laughs> we don't ever say, well, how do I know for sure? So I, I love it when I talk to someone like you that you actually question that maybe there is a different route. Maybe I need to go in a different direction. Uh, maybe I need to find out more information because I matter. You know, my life matters and my body matters. And, uh, you know, first of all, I salute you for that. But the other thing with the, with the research that's coming up now is they're saying it's, um, it's really not recommended in some, some cases for people to go get a biopsy. And I'm saying that because I actually have read, uh, some of your book and I know it's in there, even though you mentioned it before break. So, um, what were you saying that you, that you were told about that? Yes. Um, well, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So I have not only the recommendation of D. Gary Young of Young Living Oils, who is my mentor, but also Robert Roy, 
with Two Feathers Healing Formula, and both of my mentors have saved my life. So when they speak, I want to listen. But since I've been working on the book and interviewing many people, a lot of individuals have come who don't have any medical knowledge who have said, I am sure that the biopsy uh, spread this cancer, and and it happens over and over again, as well as many uh, professionals and doctors suggesting that it could. So um, I say this, and this is the most important thing that I could say to you and to the listeners. You don't have to have a biopsy to determine if you have cancer. The only reason any of us would, would take a chance, if it possibly causes cancer to spread, would be because we need to know if we have cancer. That's paramount. We have to know that. So Robert Roy taught me there is a very simple blood test called AMAS, and all of these things are chronicled in my book. My book is written as a guide, a very short, simple guide for anyone to follow so you can follow my protocol and have the victory that I have had because it does require that determination. And the AMAS blood test is a very important part of this. So when I had the AMAS blood test, it showed that I had cancer because it's a zero from zero to 700 and anything less than 134 is not cancer, but anything over 134 is elevated and is cancer. So I did have cancer according to the AMAS blood test. It just verified what the biopsy had said. But most importantly, it gave me a baseline so that the next AMAS test I would have three months later, I could then look and determine very clearly that, yes, my protocol is working. And if it wasn't working, I would know that also. So that's why the AMAS blood test is a very important tool rather than a biopsy. So this is just what I used in my life that I wanted to share because it doesn't hurt anyone. It does, there's nothing that could hurt us with a simple blood test. It, in my case, it cost about $400. Dr. Stanley Olston here in, in Phoenix, my homeopathic doctor, did it for me. But it's very easy to, to and all of this is in the book. You, you can uh, contact the Onco Lab that does the AMAS blood test. Tell them your zip code, and they will give you the name of a practitioner who knows how to do the blood test in your area. And that's what I did. And that's how I found Dr. Olstein. By the way, it was a jewel that I found. So the AMAS blood test is a very important part of my success story. Therefore, the next time I took the AMAS blood test, I was 16. So I had gone from having cancer definitely being elevated down to 16 so I knew that this program was working. The Two Feathers formula was working, and there was no doubt about that. So imagine then the peace of mind for anyone who is wondering, do I have it? Is it back? Is it going worse? Is it better? And that's why we laugh in the face of cancer, because when you don't have fear, that's a very important part of your healing. You're empowered. You're encouraged. Um, you're uplifted. You're certainly in the spirit, you're looking to our God, you're looking to angels, you're doing your prayers, you're doing your exercise. All of these things are a part of the healing process. Um, the other thing that was most important to tell your listeners, and this will be just my personal experience, but when I started doing this, of course, I was telling everybody about the two feathers because I was cancer-free within two months, maybe two and a half months. Um, however, I continue to take the, the Two Feathers Healing Formula internally, as Robert had told me, at the same time 
doing the external um, part on the breast, as we talked earlier, because after the first tumor fell out, there was another one underneath it that I could see. Now you're talking about I had maybe an inch deep wound in my breast, an inch deep, and then I would put more two feathers formula on top of that, and it would pull out another tumor. So in all, there were 18 tumors that were released. Now, this was verified by my doctor. I went to two doctors for verification, but one didn't have the courage to sign his name to his testimonial, but the other one did. Uh, So 18 tumors. So I have to pose an important question. Why then did Mayo Clinic and uh, uh, Desert Radiology say that I had two tumors, I mean three tumors, two of which were cancerous and one which was not when there were 18 tumors? Now that's an important question. Are you there? Yes, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Hi. Okay. Hi, Temple. Okay, that's an important question. Your phone went so quiet that I I actually thought you dropped off the line. Yes, that's a very important question. Yes. Thank you. And I thought you dropped off the line, too. So, um, okay, so the reason um, that that's important is one has to wonder, why didn't either of those two tests from very prestigious medical facilities show that I had 18 tumors? And so the only explanation, this would be my own opinion, would be that those tumors in the body where I had cancer must have traveled to the point of exit where I had the two feathers healing formula for that purpose of expelling all tumors in my body. Now, at the same time that was happening, I also was expelling liquid cancer, liquid tumor would pour out of that wound every time, every day. And so now, because of now that, did the doctor actually check that and say that that's what it was? The no, cells? Um, I, I didn't ask any doctor to verify to me what it was. The doctors, first of all, are not interested. Uh, the doctors that I did go to, um, my own doctor, for example, not Dr. Olstein, but my, my doctor that I had before I had cancer, forbid me to come back and dropped me as his patient the moment he knew I would not do a mastectomy. So when he, he told me that unless I did the mastectomy and chemo, not to ever come back to him. At De- Desert Radiology, the radiologist, um, I, when I went there, he said the same thing to me, only even in stronger terms. Uh, I'll never forget how he was a big man. He had a red face when I went in to see him. He had a very loud voice, and he pointed his finger at me, and with a very loud voice to the point of shouting said, You are dying Get out of here and never come back to this facility. No way. Oh, yes, my God. Then he put his hand out for me to shake his hand. So I pushed his hand down and I said, <laughs> you're no, dying. You. You're dying. Get out of here. And oh, yeah. by the way. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Let's hands on it. Let, let's, let, let, so, so let's confirm this curse by a handshake of agreement. So um, anyway, I was so uh, disturbed by him, and I told him, I said, no, thank you, Dr. God, I will not shake your hand, and you're not my God. Wow. So I walked out, and then I filed a complaint against him with the medical board, and I got an answer back, which I have in my file, saying that, and I quote, he was, he was correct in saying and doing what he did. We stand by him 100%. So, no, to answer your question, I did not go to them. But Dr. Stanley Olsten understood it. It was liquid tumor. 
And I understood it because it was the same exact material as the tumor. It was common sense. I could see it. And all of the people that I now have on Two Feathers experience the same thing. I have a man today who has a terrible tumor on the side of his neck, and there is, um, let's see, 12 ounces, he says, approximately one and a half cups per day of liquid tumor that is pouring out of his wound. He has to have T-shirts wrapped around it changing T-shirts um, every hour and two so that he can go about his day. So that's an example of liquid tumor pouring out. Many, All of the people that I know who are doing this have had the same experience, that the liquid tumor come, pours out. At the same time, it's also being expelled as waste internally. So these 18 tumors, during that time, I never got an infection I did use, by all means, the Young Living Therapeutic Grade Essential Oils. My protocol for the Young Living Oils is also in my book. Um, The Young Living Oils supported my body while I was being healed, but it is the Two Feathers Healing Formula that killed the cancer, and that's what people need to know. The other experience that was profound that must be said to your listeners to save their life is many people came to me having heard about my book and my experience And they would listen to what I had to say, and many of them said instead, oh, I'm not going to do two feathers, you know, we just can't believe that. Um, But I'm going to go to this very expensive um, clinic, naturopathic clinic in Switzerland, and some of them went to Mexico, and some of them went to Florida, and some of them went other places, and spent huge sums of money, tens of thousands of dollars. Every one of them, and I'm sorry to say this, I'm sure there are exceptions, but in my experience... Every one of them is dead now. Mm. They all died. And this was very prestigious, amazing clinics that in other cases might do wonderful work with their therapies. But when it came to cancer, they're all dead, Temple. So I want to um, say that this, this works. I mean, maybe there are other things that work, but this one is sure. In my case, I can speak from my own experience. And by the way, uh, Robert Roy has been doing this for 34 years, and over 60,000 people have come to him to do the, the, this protocol. And if you go to his website, you will also see hundreds of testimonials and photos like the picture I told you I had in my file um, showing the man who had the cancer, lung cancer, and he was healed, according to him. Let's be careful here. You know, I'm scared (laughs) of the the giant monstrosities out there. Um, So I would just say that, and and I and I don't scare easily, but you know, those 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 places out there that would like to put me in jail or somebody else in jail for doing natural healing, I have a, a a healthy fear for them. So. Let me just say, I'm only telling you my experience. I'm not prescribing, but I will share my experience with anyone who needs me. And in my book, you will find my my email address, and I am available to anyone, everyone, who would like to have my assistance. I am the team. I am there for you. We have our God. We have our angels. We have two feathers. We have many friends and families, but I am also part of that team if you wish for me to help. Well, we're all free always. That's what we call freedom of speech. We're all free to share our experiences, and that's that's what you're doing, and that's what we do on the show is we have people yeah. every week that share their experiences that have um, 
a new insight, awarenesses, application. And it just means that we are a group of people representing that we're for um, new things that we're discovering. I mean, that's the whole reason that we have the unity movement in the first place is that um, one of our co-founders had tuberculosis and she wasn't very much interested in dying at 40 years. Wow. So sought different insight, different practices. I didn't know if you were aware of that, Myrtle Fillmore. And she did her own regimen and went through whatever processes that she did. And she was healed. And she lived to be, I believe, in the late 80s. I haven't taught that class in a while. Uh, But I know that she doubled her her life expectancy. And she was a vegetarian. She made adjustments in her life and uh, did a lot of great things. So, I mean, to me... um, Sharing our experiences are are so important and yeah. significant because uh, there are people that can outdo us um, yeah. <laughs> in sharing. I've actually shared with people my regimen, the way I eat, the what I do, my protocol, and you know there are people that have more energy than I do. It's like good for them, but I didn't say you yeah. got to do this or prescribe right. it. I just said this is what I do. So I'm grateful that yeah. you're you're willing to tell your story and um it's not forced upon anyone um but in this day and time uh with so many people facing the c club um it we do know that we we want to be uh open uh to other possibilities i'm temple hayes and if you enjoy these types of conversations conversations that teach you to be more empowered more energized in your life uh that you are part of the decision-making process. You're actually the one driving your car or uh, floating your boat, whatever you want to say. Um, then go to unitycampus.org. You'll find out various programs that we offer through our own community here. We have people watching us uh, online and on video all over, and we would welcome you to be one of those. Thank you for all of you that continue to support through your contributions, Unity Online Radio which allows us to be part of promoting this wonderful uh, radio that we offer of tools that help people throughout the world. I'm Temple Hayes, and we'll be right back after this short break. Thank you for being with us. If you've ever wondered how a specific Bible verse might be interpreted metaphysically, then Interpret This is for you. In Interpret This, Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley answers your questions about the Bible and how to apply its verses to your life with passion, depth, and spiritual insight. To submit a question or to enjoy any of his numerous metaphysical interpretations, visit unity.org and click on the Interpret This box. If I were brave, I'd walk the races where fools and dreamers dare to tread and never lose faith. How is life working for you? Would it be okay with you if life got easier, simpler, yet more meaningful and vibrant? Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesday afternoons for Vibrant Living. Each week, 
Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to make your life more vibrant. Is there something in your life you'd like help with? A dream you'd like to achieve? A relationship you'd like to improve? Call into the show toll-free for Coaching with Carla. That's Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Central on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. What if we're all meant to do what we secretly dream? We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for uh, being part of our show today. Uh, we're all learning some new insights and just some new ways to look and approach at possibilities and to share with our friends. You know, what we know to be true is uh, we're making discoveries all the time. Um, medically, spiritually, emotionally, physically, we're always making new discoveries. And I think that's the important thing because life is about change. And a lot of times we get stuck in always doing things the same way where we are an evolving humanity. We are filled with wisdom. We have people that are discovering things all the time. You know, Susan, as you were talking earlier, I was reminded of the uh, Dallas Buyers Club. And that was a great movie, you know, that actually um, showed how a man was dedicated to having the right kind of uh, process and protocol uh, to treat his AIDS and and all that he had to go through, you know, just to make that happen. Did you see that movie? No, I didn't, but I'm familiar with it. I'd like to see it, and I will see it, yes. That's a movie for you to see. It will remind you a lot about your conversation um, that you are having. Well, so again, we're talking about uh, the book, Ha! I Laugh in the Face of Cancer. That's also the name of the website for more information about Susan. Um, Susan, know that it's one thing to treat a condition. It's another thing to make changes uh, every day that support that condition. And so were you able to, after you had a healing, did you make, uh, were there other changes in your life that you made? Um, I like to say, you know, sometimes it's not just what we're eating it's what's you know it's the things that we do it's the stress factor it's our what we put in our mouths our diet did you make any kind of other changes well there's several factors and they're all important one of them as i said in the beginning that i was surprised to get cancer because i'm very devoted to my my healthy lifestyle Uh, i'm very careful about what i eat i also do the protocols um, as taught by D. Gary Young and Young Living Essential Oils and Supplements. So I do my exercise. I trampoline every day. Um, I do prayers, and I'm involved in the community. So everything that I was doing uh, was good. I was doing good work. So it was a surprise when I got cancer. 
So what that has shown me, because I had to reflect on that, I had to reflect on that and what it would mean, because if I'm going to help others, we have to look at that. So here's what I've learned from that, uh, Reverend Temple, and that is that even when we do all of those things, we still can get cancer because of the polluted state um, that our world is in, and not just that, but the, even the good foods are missing in, in major nutrients because of the soil, and the chemicals in our bodies are so great that even if you do everything right, you still could get cancer. However, that's not to say that you wouldn't work on that, because how much worse would it be if you didn't so for those who what would are not be, eating what would be other options though i mean if if we aren't eating organic food what are our yes. other options well when people are sick let's just say that they were not like me they weren't doing or you both of us who are leading a healthy lifestyle those people, of course, these precious people, they, they need to be reminded that this is the temple of our, our living God. And in my opinion, uh, we have to treat it as so. So for someone who is um, looking to go to Dr. God and get a magic pill that will make them well, this is not the way for you. And this is not the way for you because in this way of natural healing, it also includes the spiritual awakening because what we want to do is we want to overcome not just disease, but we want to overcome sin, disease, and death. We want to awaken as spiritual beings. That's part of our journey. So we have to eat well. We have to be responsible. So for people who are not doing that, if you have the willingness to look at it, then diet is so important. The words you speak are important. The things that you do, are you in service? Um, is, what, is, what is productive in your life? And we have to look at the things we're saying because that's also what we're creating. So if someone is negative, they'd have to address that issue too. So there's something for everybody to learn when you have cancer. But the first and most important steps would be definitely uh, to honor the body temple and to take care of it and to love that body. So I include in my book a regimen um, of, of, of diet, of exercise, of prayer, and a positive thinking, and of service. These are the components then to be well. You need those things, and you must also have, you have to have something that will kill the cancer. So there is your two feathers healing formula. So and we have it all. If, if we choose to accept it, we have it all. Um, so I think it's very, very hopeful for everyone, no matter what um, path you're walking. So yes, of course, we all have to do better. So since, since um, I got cancer, there wasn't a lot that I changed because everything I was doing was the right thing for me to do. Um, so we just have to realize that our world is, is experiencing some tremendous uh, stress because of the chemicals and the air and the food and the water and just the toxic atmosphere around us. Well, that's another area when we talk about, you know, the uh, not one size fits all is um, one of the practices I've been using for a number of years is paying attention to what knocks on my door three times. And I, you know, it just starts really grabbing my attention you know, yeah. it's, it's it, like I, um, I've been doing chiropractic since I was about 15 years old. So that, that's a while. And, um, all of a sudden, um, two or three people then started telling me about, uh, orthogonal alignment. 
and it's where they use these three x-rays and they look at how uh, actually your head fits onto the top of, of your spine and if it is off in any way how they attribute this to disease and discord and, you know, these kind of things. And it was very interesting because at the same time in that particular year, the word I was working with all year was alignment. And oh, so wow. I know it's just as you were saying earlier, you know, God just gives us clues. So it was just really powerful how... Um, you know, that was, uh, had come to me that people were talking about going to this particular specialist. And I went, okay, I get it. That's the third time I'm going. And it, it changed my life. And recently people were talking to me about, uh, whole food, uh, vegetable smoothies and how they were doing that and how they were having a lot more energy and again three times and I went I'm in so you know it it helps if you have those kind of things your anchors um, to live by because more than likely it's it's yours to do because I know sometimes you know people get a little I don't want to say frustrated but you know they get uh, somewhat weary because they they get so many different directions. You know, like some people say, drink use sweet and low. Some people say it's not good and blah, blah, blah. Um, and to me, that's kind of like my, uh, obviously, the intuitive part is important. Um, but the other element is the just the listening to what shows up. So I like that that's kind of the process that you you do as as well because it does make a difference. It does. And um, I want to make sure that I have the opportunity to tell your listeners uh, of that, my story with my beloved Jerry. Uh, Jerry died on February 18th, 2013. He had a very terrible, terrible illness of over a year. Um, and I remember that when he had the chemo, he was so ill, my goodness. But when he did the radiation on the 27th day of his radiation, and by the way, I was in L.A. taking care of him at his bedside, loving him, blessing him, just being there for him while he was ill. I was well. I was well. And I had to wonder if my brilliant brother had considered that in his thinking process. He was a very brilliant man. But on the 27th day of his radiation, he whispered to me because he could hardly talk, and he said, Susie, they are torturing me. Why would they do this to me? Wow. That was a terrible thing for me to hear, and I could not answer his question. I might have had the answer, but I couldn't give it to him in that moment. That was the last question he ever asked of me. Uh, that's the story of, of of the two of us and how we went the different paths. So for your listeners, there's something really glorious about the Two Feathers formula that I also want to say. There is hope for people who do not want to, to do everything right. In other words, who aren't really interested in, in diet. Although I don't re- recommend that, I have seen uh, people who are addicted to sugar and doing donuts and very bad things, um, still have amazing results on two feathers. So what that shows me is our God is so gracious. He will and can turn around these conditions, and hopefully that journey will awaken us 
to then care for that body temple. So um, there's hope for everyone in every situation. Some people who have had chemo, it's very hard for them to turn this around with two feathers, but it's but I've seen it done. I'm working with several people right now who are sent home to die. And by the way, for your listeners to consider, and this is horrid, I know, but in Belgium in uh, February 17th of this year, uh, they p- passed in the legislature uh, the law for the ability to euthanize children of all ages who are suffering from terminal cancer. Now, most of that suffering is from chemo, I have to tell you. So I think this is a horrible, horrible thing that this fear of cancer and the, and the results of chemo has brought, brought us to the point where we're killing our children so that they aren't, aren't suffering. Um, and then one last example of, of a lady who did everything that she was told to do by Dr. God. She did her her surgery, she did um, the chemo, she did the radiation, and then uh, when they, her body couldn't take any more, they said, well, I'm sorry, that's all we can do for you. I would say that's all they could do to her. They sent her home to die. And so I found out about her and offered her the two feathers, but the doctors had so convinced her that there was no hope that she wasn't even willing to try. And the doctor sent her home with this which he th- thought was very merciful. It was Christmas time, and they sent her home. He sent her home to be with her family, and he said, "You go home and spend Christmas with your family, and then the next day you come back, and I will give you the peaceful pill, which is the suicide pill, which it was um, legal in the state where she lived in Washington, and that's what she chose to do." Well, we've had the good pleasure of talking with Susan Liberty Hill today, author of Ha, I Laugh in the Face of Cancer. That's also the name of her website. She has given us ideas and tools and different ways of at least sitting in the question and asking ourselves and supporting and connecting with our friends and family members who are walking through the same C-club that they made uh, be facing in their lives. So, Susan, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. You're a, a live wire on fire for being a difference maker. And I just acknowledge your empowerment and your your sense of well-being. Thank you for, for showing up and for your willingness to share your story with us today. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our show. Please forward it. Later on, you can have it as an MP3 file. There's lots of people that can benefit from this information. Thank you so much for being part of an intentional spirit. Thank you, Temple. Thank you for tuning into The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehaze.org. Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. 
It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Music Speaks Inspiration only takes a moment. As Reverend Felicia Blanco Circe points out in her book, Do Greater Things, there is the potential for joy, wholeness, and expansiveness designed into every moment. And the miracle is when we recognize the constant presence of these qualities all around us. Once we see what is possible, our lives then begin to change. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Music Speaks Louder Than Words Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music, it's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Oprah Winfrey says that Eric Butterworth's book, Discover the Power Within You, changed her perspective on life and religion. Maya Angelou quotes Emily Cady's Lessons in Truth as she recalls her own spiritual awakening. What do these books have in common? They share Unity's classic teachings. Join Reverend Laura Beth Gilbreth, Minister of Unity Transformation, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, for Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic teachings. Follow along and contribute your thoughts, questions, and ideas as we examine these foundational teachings through the works of Unity authors past and present. Hooked on Classics, exploring Unity's classic teachings, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'm Dr. Mona Lisa, and I've been a medical intuitive for over 30 years. Let me help you find new ways to heal physical and emotional problems. Be a part of my Healthy Living Intuitively podcast studio audience every week. Follow me on Facebook, Dr. Mona Lisa fan page, and Instagram, Dr. Mona Lisa One, to get that information. I answer audience questions, and you can learn from people calling in that might be dealing with the same things that you are. Follow Healthy Living Intuitively, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, and wherever you get your podcasts.